If you could only draft one Blue Jacket from each round to make a lineup, who would you choose? Find out who Hayden and I chose today on Locked on Blue Jackets. Your Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster. With me is my co-host, Hayden Hanson. We're here to give you the good, the bad, and the ugly about your favorite team and ours, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before we get started, I want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. I want to thank you guys for making us your first listen of the day. If you want to become one of our everydayers, then you can find us on any podcast app of choice, subscribe to us on YouTube, or find us over on SiriusXM. So today, because the Blue Jackets don't have a game for a couple of days, uh, I thought we would have some fun. We'd play a little bit of a game you guys will probably remember in uh the summer when Hayden and I drafted our all-time Blue Jacket lineups uh where we had to do individual drafts uh we're doing something a little bit like that but also a little bit different um I got this idea from the wonderful guys over at Locked On NHL Prospects uh they have been doing a series called Game on the Line where they take one prospect from each draft of each uh of each round from each draft to make a lineup and pit those lineups against each other. So we're going to do the same thing, but instead of just picking one draft year, we're just going to pick Blue Jackets draft picks. So guys like um, Sergei Brovsky are ineligible. Guys like Patrick Laine are ineligible because neither of those guys are Blue Jackets draft picks. So uh, it could get a little interesting. And then obviously, you know, you look at the first round draft picks, you cannot have two of Juracek, Warensky, uh, Fantilli, uh Dubois if you wanted to pick Dubois like there's a bunch of guys in the first round that you just can't have anymore because you could only have one of them so let's um let's get into it uh let's talk about your lineup Hayden who do you who do you have in your forward core and uh what's your kind of reasoning behind your picks yeah, I'd like to start in the sixth round because I think there's some interesting names to choose from, and that's kind of how I worked it out. I started, like, just – because I assume we're just drafting five guys and a goalie. So, um, great names in the sixth round. You got Cam Atkinson, Mark Mathot. Uh, obviously, I think Cam Atkinson's probably the leading favorite here for this one. Lucas Sedlak's another guy that we saw kind of – he, he flamed out a couple of years ago, but he was fun while he was here. So some interesting ones to choose from, but I tried to fill out my defenseman. So I'm going to go to the 2010 draft and I'm going to take Dalton Prout. And my reasoning is because if you look at that draft outside of Brian Johansson in the first round, which who knows, maybe one of us will take him later in the first round. That 2010 draft was garbo for the Columbus Blue Jackets. And Dalton Prout actually ended up playing, what was it, like over 100 games across uh, several seasons with Columbus. 
his first like full time season in Columbus, he actually was a uh, part of the defensive unit that helped Sergey Bobrovsky win a Vesna Trophy. So he's just a guy I forget about a whole lot. He's a young dude playing uh, coaching in Florida right now, so he's still he's still around, still around the league. Um, I'm gonna take Dalton Prout. I just I was like, you know what? I feel like his name is one of those names. It like peak is gonna go down as one of those names that people are gonna be like. It just it just doesn't I don't know it's not a it's it's easy to pin it on these type of guys because of their names sometimes like Prout just doesn't sound doesn't sound sexy it doesn't sound fun but Dalton Prout nice little six round pick out of the Blue Jackets in 2010 and I I feel like I'd like to fill him out at defense for my team. Solid. I also went for the sixth round um, with with my defense, but um, I'll I'll do my team in a minute. Who who's his defense partner? Um, you picked Prout at the sec- at the sixth round, so we've got a bunch more rounds to use up. Where did you go for your second um, defense partner? I actually then went uh, to the fourth round for my defense, so I didn't. Uh, I skipped the fifth round. I just didn't feel like there were any great fifth round defensemen. But where is his name at on here? I'm looking because in the fourth round, in one of these years, the Blue Jackets took a. Uh, a young strapping David Savard. And I really, really liked just the career that he had in Columbus. It was, he was like the ideal um, second pair defenseman that I just feel like was solid. His whole career in Columbus was sought after by the, the Tampa Bay lightning for a reason. And then ended up winning the Stanley cup with them. It was like one of those guys that when he got his cup, it was like, thank you. Thank you that somebody was able to deliver him one. I'm looking now. I'm like, where is he on this list? I thought I thought I had him in the fourth round, but maybe my whole list is already screwed up. I'm actually going to blame the Blue Jackets' performance on Monday night for anything bad that happens in this episode <laughs> to me. Yes, okay, 20, 2009. So the year right before Dalton Prout, uh, David Savard drafted in the fourth round that year. And he was by far the best player in that 09 draft for the Jackets. Don't even waste your time looking up the 2009 draft for the Columbus Blue Jackets. It it might have set this organization back decades, that draft. But uh, I'm going to take David Savard for his D partner. And, uh, yeah, do you want me to keep going or what? Or do you want to switch? Uh, yeah, if you, do, if you do all of your lineup um, and then – We'll take a quick break. I'll do all of my lineup, and then what we'll do is we'll pit them against each other, which I think will be interesting based on just looking at your defense versus the defense that I have chosen. So, who's your who do you who did you have for your three forwards? Okay, so this is going to be a projection on this player rather than anything else. He's kind of a recent draft pick, fifth round, James Malatesta. I want him to have such a good career in Columbus. And I think Yarmo absolutely nailed this pick. If you look at the 2021 draft, it's obviously great with Kent Johnson, Cole Sillinger, Corson Coolman's we haven't even seen play. Yeah, Stanislav Sposal. But James Malatesta, the value that Yarmo got for this guy out of the fifth round. I think could be dynamite. He didn't have a great preseason this year, but I think we saw some flashes of what he can what he can do, and I think he's going to have a really good year in Cleveland. So I'm taking him. I'm taking him for mine. 
fifth round pick. And then for the goalies, once again, another projection. Uh, who do we have here for goalies? We had, you know, Corpusalo, Daniel Tarasov, but I'm this guy needs he needs his tires pumped right now by me more than ever this season. And I'm gonna take Elvis Mers Lincolns because when he came into the show his rookie year, what was it? Five shutouts that rookie year? That was unbelievable. I we had never seen that before. I mean, we saw Steve Mason come in and win the rookie of the year trophy, but Outside of that, I haven't seen a, as good of a performance. Now, I feel like the Blue Jackets are still chasing that rookie year out of Elvis and still trying to pry it out of it, pry it out of him again. But it's just been so difficult for him. So I'm taking him as my goalie. Again, this is a project. He's going to stay here in Columbus. He's going to figure out this. First of all, he's going to get healthy. We need to get him healthy and get his butt back on the ice because he's played so darn well the first two games, I thought. So I'm taking him. Um, second round pick. This one's easy for me. It has to be. It has to be Boone Jenner. We've been pumping this guy's wheels for this whole season already. This whole off season, and he had a hat trick against the Rangers the other night. All he does is smash home tippins and tappins. He's the captain of this team. He's 30 years old. Feels like he's been playing in Columbus for like two decades. He's one of those players too that like one day if he ever moves on from Columbus. I'm going to be like, I hope he gets a cup. And again, I don't hope he moves on from Columbus because the Blue Jackets have never had a player that has only played in Columbus his whole career like this. So Boone Jenner has been here for what, like a million seasons now. I have to take the captain. My number one overall, my first round pick. And this is a guy that does not currently play for the Blue Jackets, but is currently playing in the NHL. And I was so wrong about this guy for so long on a prior podcast that I had. I used to go to bat for this guy for so many years. But in 2014, with the 16th overall pick, the Blue Jackets selected Sonny Milano. And after they selected him, he just made fans mad for an entire like four or five years that he was here. People were just like, why is this guy even on the team? And, like, it's just a fun fact to me that Sonny Milano was taken in the first round. So when we did this draft, I just – I was just like, I want to go to I want to go to bat for this guy. I just picked guys that I wanted to go to bat for. And so here's my lineup. It's not great. It's not pretty at all. But I like them all for different reasons. And let's be honest, I knew my team wasn't going to beat Jays anyway because it never seems to beat Jays when we go head-to-head. So I just maybe just had a little too much fun with this one. You, uh, but... It passes the vibe check, though, I think. Um, <laughs> this team doesn't deserve be, to make me happy right now. Yeah. I am extremely surprised that of all of the first-round picks in this team's history, you went with Sonny Milano, but I do kind of respect the respect the audacity, you know? Um, let's take a, a quick break. When we get back, I'll talk through my lineup. Uh, and we'll see what that looks like. Uh, so that's coming up in just a second here on Locked on Blue Jackets. First, though, I've got to tell you guys about eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive 
eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. They've got over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die. You'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you are going to burn rubber, not cash. All the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home a win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to US customers. I've also got to tell you about game time, because while I'm in the States, I'm going to a bunch of games. Uh, and I have had mixed results from, uh, let's say, one of the bigger uh, ticket resale apps out there but not with game time. Game time is incredible. I went on, they were cheaper, it was easier to use, I didn't have to worry. Uh, there is not a great deal of demand for San Jose Sharks tickets at the minute, but game time had some really great options. I could like look on the app to see the view from the seat before buying it, and uh, it, it was cheaper, but even if it hadn't been, game time would have credited me 110% of the difference if it had been more expensive than the other ticket resale apps. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NHL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code Locked On NHL L O C K E D O N NHL for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, welcome back to Locked on Blue Jackets. We are uh, playing a little game today. We are drafting our own all-time Blue Jackets lineup with a twist. You can only take one player from each round. So uh, you started with your defenseman, Hayden. I will start off with mine. Uh, this is actually where I used my first round pick uh, because I dithered. Uh, about a long time trying to figure out, okay, who do I pick where? Who do I pick where? Um, and then I was like, I'm going to go with David Yerichek for my first round selection. Um, it really was a toss-up between him and Wierenski. Uh, I took Juracek just because I thought that was fun. Um, and he's going to be playing with Vladislav Gavrikov, who is my sixth round selection. Um, that feels like a really strong pair. They can both play a little defense, both play a little offense. Uh, Juracek, I think, is probably slightly more offensive. Uh, Gavrikov slightly more defensively minded, but Juracek can still play D, and every so often Gavrikov just goes on a little adventure uh, to the other goal and does something crazy. So I thought that was a really fun pair. Um, and I think they both have really kind of fun personalities as well. I think the vibes will be good with that defense pairing. Um, goalies. I, again, I struggled with this one because uh, we were talking about this off mic. Hayden and I uh, realized that once you take Sergei Poprovsky out of, of contention, any other kind of vaguely possible goalie was taken in the third round. So there's the third round immediately out of out of action, um, which sucks because one of my personal all-time favorite Blue Jackets, Oliver Bjorkstrand, was a third round draft pick. And I'm like, well, guess I can't take Bjorki. That sucks. Um, I went with uh, Jonas Corpusalo. Um, again, I was like, do I take Muslikins? Do I take Tarasov? Um, I went with Corpusalo just because um, if the object here is it's game seven, it's overtime, who do you want on the ice? Of those goalies, I think I would want Corpusalo, especially based on his playoff performance um, in that series against 
Toronto and Tampa Bay in 2020. Um, so that's my that's my goalie. Um, the forwards is where it gets interesting. I had a bunch of different guys that I could have picked here. Um, so I actually, I same as Hayden, I went with Boone Jenner uh, with my second round pick in centre. Um, left wing, I almost went with James Malatesta as well, uh, but I went with a different fifth round draft pick uh, who has a similar energy to James Malatesta, I think, in uh, Mr. Matt Calvert, uh, Matty Hustle. With the, nice. with the fifth round. I knew you were going to um, take him. And, <laughs> and then uh, I went with the seventh round, uh, and I went with trade fix Wolanski. Um, I initially wanted to put Cam Atkinson there, but then I would have been, I would not have been able to keep Vlasov Gavrikov. So, like, I could have done um, someone else. I've completely blanked on the name out, the backup name I was thinking of, but. Um, I went with TFW over Cam Atkinson. Um, that line is probably not going to score a lot of pretty goals, but I feel like they're going to cause some problems. Um, so just to just to recap, up front, I've got Matt Calvert taken in the fifth round, Boone Jenner in the second round, Trafix Wolanski in the seventh round. On defense, I've got David Juracek from the first round, Vladislav Gavrikov from the sixth round, and then uh, Corpus Salo in goal from the third round. So no fourth round pick from me. How does that lineup sound, Hayden? It sounds pretty nice. It sounds pretty nice. And just so we can maybe change this up, because I do kind of want to put these two lineups out there and see what happens. But the people, maybe we put them out anon. I'll tweet them out anonymously. You can find our Twitter handles here at the end. But uh, we'll let the folks maybe who don't tune into Locked on Blue Jackets figure it out. But um, I'm going to switch Boone Jenner out. Oh, interesting. And because I, I like that you have him, I like that. Or maybe we could have two Boone Jenners on the ice. Never mind. I'm not going to switch. Them out, <laughs> Boone Jenner like versus Boone Jenner. Uh, no one would walk away from that. I don't think. Right. Nobody. Yeah. Let's keep that. I'll keep Boone Jenner. I will, I was going to maybe, you know, there's other good second round picks in there because I could have done like Alexander Texier. I could have done Kirill Marchenko. If I was really trying to throw this thing, which I hope by now, maybe people figure out that i was just completely just messing around with this one and just like having fun and i do like again i i don't think i can beat jay in these things it's been proven to me in the youtube comments when we do these things i just i just lose um i would have considered kevin stenland i would have almost done kevin stenland just because i loved kevin stenland just a big dude complete opposite of matt calvert who wore number 11 as well we got this big guy that just was just he had a, like the fastest shot of all time, like the fastest wrist shot. I would have considered him. The Blue Jackets have done pretty well with players that wear number eleven. They do. Oh yeah, because they got Fantilli now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like they hit on him. But um, I. It's funny. Um, we'll talk about like honorable mentions a little bit more in a second. Um, I before I realized that Boo Jenner had been a second round draft pick, I was looking at kind of more recent second round draft picks and kind of fourth round draft picks because the center position was the last position that I that I settled on. And I was like, oh, Luca Pinelli was a fourth round pick. That would be fun. I really almost went with Gavin Brindley, um, who was drafted as a center, but I think plays mostly on the wing. Um, and again, I think a, a trio of Matt Calvert, Gavin Brindley and Trafix Wolanski uh, would combine to be about 15 feet tall. But again, <laughs> the three absolute Tasmanian devil pit bulls on the ice. I think that would be just a ton of fun. Um, we'll take a quick break. And then I think what we'll do is we'll talk about a few more um, honorable mentions. And uh, maybe we'll we'll complain about how we couldn't 
pick some of the guys that we wanted to pick because of lineup restrictions. We'll do that in just a second here on Locked On Blue Jackets. First, though, I've got to tell you guys about Sleeper, because uh, this is the daily fantasy sports app. They've got football, they've got basketball, they've got baseball, but they especially have hockey, and you have a chance to win big. You can win 100 times your money on Sleeper, uh, which is incredible. It's the official daily fantasy app of the Lockdown NHL Network. They are our top choice for daily fantasy sports. Once again, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy contests. All you have to do is pick more or less on things like goals, assists, saves, plus minus. Uh, just pick any player. So let's say if you'd picked Boone Jenner to score more than two goals, uh, against the Rangers, you would have bet you would have won a hundred times your money on Sleeper. So start paying attention and get your picks right so you could win big. Use promo code Locked On NHL. You're going to get up to a one hundred dollar match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That is Locked On NHL. L O C K E D O N NHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Welcome back to Locked on Blue Jackets. We are drafting some CBJ lineups with a twist today uh, in that you can only pick one player from each round. Um, the Blue Jackets, I was looking through this and like the Blue Jackets have had a couple of periods of like drafting really, really well in like the middle rounds. So like I want to focus specifically on the third round for a second because that was the one that was kind of taken out of contention early on um because that's where all of the goalies were so um of the available goalies i think like steve mason third round pick uh Kopsala, third round pick elvis Merzlikens, third round pick daniel tarasov third round pick and like so that takes all of these guys out of consideration. If you wanted to go TJ Tynan, who is kind of a, de a deep cut of CBJ history, but I was, I'm a big TJ Tynan fan. Oliver Bjorkstrand in the third round. Um, Stanislav Svozil, third round draft pick. Jordan DeMay, third round draft pick. And uh, William Whitelaw is also a third round draft pick. That looks like that, that could shape up to be a really, really good draft round for the blue jackets kind of in in recent memory as well uh, i didn't even mention um samuel kanazko but like their their most recent their four most recent third round picks have been kanazko svozil dumay and whitelaw that feels extremely extremely fun to me and i'm annoyed that i couldn't pick any of those guys because i was trapped by the fact that the blue jackets only seem to draft goalies in the third round oh yeah jackets have found franchise altering pieces in those middle rounds. I mean, just thinking off the top of my head, Oliver Bjorkstrand, uh, late in the, late in the draft, not even in the middle draft, but Cam Atkinson and then the goalies. Yeah. The jackets have done so well, which is why when the draft comes around, you and I pay so much close attention <laughs> because it's like, who could the next franchise hitting piece be here? And looking at last year's draft, there absolutely could be like Luca Pinelli in the fourth round. That that could be something that we look back on and be, and be like, that was Yarmo's like one of his greatest draft picks. So you're absolutely right. They hit so well. And yeah, I mean, James Malatesta in the fifth round, that was great. But Jordan Dumay, who's right up there with James Malatesta, they're kind of in my mind and in, in the same, I hold them in the same light because of 
the run that they had uh, in the QMJHL playoffs last year. But Jordan Dumais is going to be a really good player. Samuel Kanashko, who, yeah, he was fantastic last year in Cleveland, I thought. And he's going to, I'm really looking forward to what he will do in Cleveland this year. Um, they've had some misses, like Vitaly Abramov in the third round in 2016. He was a guy that I heard so much about and then never just really seemed to pan out. And I don't even know where he's at now today. I think but... they, they sent him to Ottawa for Matt Duchesne, and then he disappeared off the face of the earth, I think is what happened. Which is sad. You hate to see when guys disappear off the face of the earth. You'd like them to stay on earth with their feet on the ground. Uh, another fourth-round pick that I really love from 2012. How about big, fast Josh Anderson with speed? Mm-hmm. Like, how, was another guy I was considering for my lineup. How fun was the Josh Anderson era in Columbus? It was so much fun. It just seemed like that last season he was here. The dude forgot like where the opposing team's goal was. And just like he forgot how to score completely. Ended up being the one-on-one trade for Max Domi, which was crazy. And that was a fun trade. Max Domi, like, that was a good era that I look upon. Um, we should do a – we should actually do a non-draft lineup too. Like oh, like the, the best – the yeah. best Blue Jackets that were not drafted by the Blue Jackets. Yeah. That, could, that would be fun. Maybe we'll maybe we'll do that next week. Um, it'd be fun mm-hmm. to try and introduce one of these every so often, and then we can kind of look at all of our different lineups and see if we can figure out um, – the best all-time one. But yes, I agree. Big Josh Anderson fan. Big fan of Big Josh. Um, we Every time I'm on Locked on Canadians, we always do kind of take a little bit of time to talk about Josh Anderson because they love him over there as well. Um, I want to kind of go back to the first round for a second because I actually pick, I didn't pick the first round pick first. I kind of went back to it later on because I didn't know whether I was going to need a forward or a defenseman. Um here are some some potential names that we didn't even discuss in our in our episode. Rick Nash did not come up. Jake Voracek to, did not come up. Yeah, we have uh, to mention the guy that's in the Raptors. Yeah, right. Rick Nash. You know, and I, <laughs> I wondered if maybe he would be one of our picks. I ended up going with Juracek first overall, but like that took again that took Nash out of contention. That took. Varacek out of contention. Um, Alex Wemberg, who I liked a lot, but I know not a lot of people in Columbus did. Wierenski, out of contention. Kent Johnson, Corson Kuhlemans, Cole Sillinger, Denton Matejchuk, Adam Fantilli. Like, you look at the last six first-round draft picks that this team has had, and I don't know how you don't get just so, so excited about it. You know, uh, it's... They've had some they've had some misses, sure. Do you remember Kirby Reichel? Um, Gabriel Carlson, who I believe just went back to Sweden after being with Washington last year. So they've definitely had some misses, but like that might have been the, the, the toughest round for me, I think, was like, right, okay, do I want a defenseman in the first round or do I want a forward in the first round? And I very nearly went with Fantilli. Um, but I ended up going with um I ended up going with Eurocheck, and I still think that was the right decision. Yeah. Yeah, your team's probably gonna beat the crap out of my team. Um, in fact, we we got a couple votes already in, and uh, you're sweeping the table already. So <laughs> that was my intention. We'll see who. We'll see if people are smart enough to figure out who did which one. Uh, and then, yeah, maybe people made it made it this far and realized what happened here. But yeah, we we lost Rick Nash in there. We should have probably mentioned him. Zach Rowensky is also a great defenseman that. Uh, 
he's he's played so little games the last few seasons. It's it's hard to even remember he's on the team sometimes. Uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois is up there. We forgot about him. And it's okay for for Sonny Milano to just be an absolute mess. It's okay for <laughs> no, I respect Sonny Milano pick. I think it's funny. I think your this is the thing. Your team has such good vibes. Um, and it's basically all fan favorites, except for yeah. like Milano and Je- probably James Malatesta because he's baby. Um, but he's like baby. the people love Jenna, the people loved Savard, the people loved Alton Prout. Um, I think Elvis is kind of a mixed bag, but I still think he has his kind of ride or die fans in the organization. So like yours he definitely does. passes the vibe check, um, which I do think is I do think is fun. Um, but are we are we calling the calling the game for Team J over here on this one? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I I absolutely threw this thing. I I could have done even worse. Like I said, I I almost considered just taking Kevin Stenland as my second <laughs> round pick. I mean, the thing is that like the Blue Jackets have had a lot of good draft picks. They've also had a lot of bad draft picks. Oh. You know, so actually, like I'm thinking specifically uh, because it was brought up in a text to me the other day, um, drafting Gilbert Brule, uh in the 2005 draft when they could have had basically anyone else. Um, you know, they were they were this close to having Carey Price. He was drafted with the pick, the previous pick, um, but still, that was that was a rough, that was a rough draft. Um, I think. That's kind of all we've got time for today. We're going a little bit long here. Uh, tomorrow, I think what we'll do is um, we'll talk a little bit about what the team looks like now. What needs to be changed? What needs to be fixed? Maybe we'll throw some like potential line combinations to change up out there. Um, and then Friday's episode, we will be doing a preview of the Calgary Flames. They're coming to town. We'll cross our fingers for a Johnny Hockey revenge game. Uh, just because I think that'll be fun. I've been Jay Foster. You can find Erica me. Eric Branson Revenge Game. Oh, true. Eric <laughs> <Brant>. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, that uh, that tickled me. Um, <laughs> I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster. You can find uh, Hayden over at Hayden H971. You can find the show at LO underscore Blue Jackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, email us at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. Uh, thank you for making us your first listen of the day every day. If you want to become one of our wonderful everydayers, uh, you can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, you can find us on YouTube. You can find us on SiriusXM. Thank you once again for listening today. And uh, until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.